address the most fundamental question to this podcast. What is the creative underground? I've been trying to understand this since I first heard them in the winter of 2018 when I was walking back into the museum, Southern Ohio Museum, after lunch. It was raining, coffee in hand, and inspiration struck me on the head like someone had aimed it at me from across the street. I knew immediately that they were watching. Listen, what I knew in that moment is that there were things out there, entities of good and evil, beyond me, hidden from me, that care, that actually care, whether or not I make my art. Since that revelatory post-lunch moment, I've tried to make contact. And after three years, this is what I know about the creative underground. On three separate levels, from simplest to most complex. Level one. Slogan. The creative underground is where we go deep into what we create and why. Level two, the creative underground thesis. The creative underground is a place we go deep into what we create and why so that through insight, empathy, and inspiration, creatives can be better prepared to transform on their own creative journeys and make something that matters forever. Level three, what follows is a short essay about the creative underground. So, where is the creative underground, you might ask? Well, it's not a physical place like your aunt's house, or a digital place like the metaverse, but the creative underground is arguably realer than both physical and digital places. The creative underground is a place in your heart, your soul, deep, deep inside of you, in your deepest imagination. Remember. Imagination is not synonymous with fake, or false, or untruth. The creative underground is real much like good and evil are real. It's a place at the bottom of everything, and underneath everything. It's a place that exists, whether you know it exists or not. It's the place where much of what you create comes from, but not all of what you create. It's a deep place, by definition. Well, what is this place, you ask? Is it like the unconscious? Is this just sketchy Freudian theorizing for creative type people? Sort of. But I think it's more complicated than that. It's deeper, more intricate, more mysterious, more meaningful. For example, you can probably find a copy of your entire written worldview in the creative underground. Your whole philosophy of life in a huge stack of paper, all typed out and water-stained and smeared and smelling like book mold and hand-rolled cigarettes. I bet it's there, even if you've never read it. And even more mysterious than whole books inside of your imagination that you've never even read. The concept of the creative underground suggests that there are alternative parts of you, or things that aren't even you. 
in dark corners of the creative underground, writing thick tomes of everything about you. Every word, thought, and deed, they write it, autonomously, artistically. Sometimes, these agents slip you a message. Sometimes, you can hear a whisper. That's normally when you make art, after they prompt you, whether you know it or not. Often, you ignore them. More often than you'd like to admit, I bet. They don't like that. Okay, let's work in a less threatening metaphor. Imagine the creative underground like a basement in a house. Your childhood home, even. You take things down in the basement that you want out of the way. Things on the margin of your life. A punching bag and other equipment for channeling aggression. Sentimental keepsakes, hand-me-downs, clothes, books, extras from the past that have been pushed out of everyday life, some of which you want to hide. There are bones in the basement. In my basement, I have a bunch of old art, days and weeks and years worth of it, stacked up against the wall. That's part of my own progression. The basement is the foundation, remember. It's underneath everything. Sometimes it floods in the basement. It's dark down there. But also, if someone's dropping bombs, that's where you go for safety. It's a deep place. Now, this is not a perfect analogy, and I won't pretend that it's not dangerous. There are many pitfalls in the creative underground. We can go down there to fester, for one, to lick our resentments, to grow eyes for the dark, to get all pale and stagnant and cynical and arrogant in all our creativity, wounded, lingering, wallowing in ironic, tragic artist self-narratives. I've had to learn why I go to the creative underground. I think I know what the goal is. I did not always know the goal. Here's the goal. The goal, when you enter the creative underground, is transformation. That's why the hero goes into the underworld, you know? Transformation. Grandolf the, the Grey and the Fellowship of the Ring enter the mines of Moria, and Gandalf sacrifices himself and is resurrected as Gandalf the White. Buzz and Woody and the little green alien enter Sid's bedroom of cannibalized toys before they can create a friendship that saves themselves and every other toy in toy hell. The kids in Monster House have to see Constance's bones in the basement depths before they understand how to save the neighbor children from being eaten. Christ must die a crook in painful humiliation and take on the weight of full sin, the world's sin, and enter into Hades before he returns as the most glorified one. So, in order to do the fullest good in what we create in our art, we must be transformed by, by what we suffer in the underground. Transformation is really hard, though. It is suffering. So how do we expect to survive? But alas, we don't have to go alone. Okay, sometimes we have to go alone. All alone. But, we can be better prepared for what we will encounter in the creative underground, alone. That's what we're doing here, on this podcast. 
were preparing together for the trials and tribulations of the transformation process. My thought is, if creators can talk about their experiences with the process, the pitfalls and triumphs, every aspect of it, and what we think that all means, we can connect more pieces of the collective creative puzzle in our lives. We can accelerate growth together. We can continue to transform together. So, what is the Creative Underground restated? It's a place we go deep into what we create and why, so that through insight, empathy, and inspiration, creatives can be better prepared to transform on their own creative journeys and make something that lasts forever. And uh, what about that last part? Something that lasts forever? But nothing lasts forever. Well, most practically, you would probably agree we transform as people to make our lives and other lives better. To make the world a little bit better. But on a higher level of transformation, and you don't have to believe this yet, the transformation continues forever, even after we die, eternally. Been said that transformation is never complete. Would you agree? Alas, transformation can't start without the conversation of what we create and why. And I hope you'll join us in these conversations. My own excitement is too much. So many people to talk to. I must refrain from jamming everyone together in a room at one time. That just wouldn't be very productive. But but it might be cool as you know as a concept. Really, really though, I want to talk to people that make things. This is a pretty broad goal. I mean, creativity is an axiom after all, and we do it when we go into the world and generate something. I hope we'll all transform into better creatives together, in a way that really matters, for a really, really long time. I'm Nick Sherman, and this has been episode one of the Creative Underground podcast. Talk to you soon.